Hi, it's Raina G. It's December 4th, and we're going to start our um, Christmas podcasts today because we don't have that long, do we? We have three weeks. That's it. And Christmas this year is, is kind of hard for everybody. Um, we have troops in Afghanistan and Iraq and around the world, and those are the, the first people I think of next to the children. Our children, the children in America, it saddens me, just saddens me horribly that there are so many children in America who not only probably won't have a Christmas, but many who don't even know what Christmas is and are being told that God doesn't exist. And certainly they aren't Christians. Many things up on the buses lately that say, um, don't have God, no problem. Uh, I think when you don't have God, there is a problem. And I think that's one of the things that changed our country. When people started forgetting God. And hopefully through these podcasts this month, you know that I do a few of them a week during the Christmas season, we can start talking a little bit about the spirituality behind Christmas. Not just the religion, but the spirituality. And what it means to the children. Because we're very worried, of course, about how we're going to provide for our children under the present circumstances, and also how they're going to provide for themselves because of what the government is doing to their future. But if they have God, they'll at least have a chance. And so it's our job, it's very important to do this job to reteach our children about God so that they learn that, that that maybe dad's not around or mom's not around or both parents are working or they don't have any parents or, you know, all the parents are on drugs or whatever's going on or the parents don't have anything and they, they don't know who to look up to so they start looking to their friends and looking at commercials and watching television and listening to iTunes and playing with Xboxes at friends' houses and riding the buses and walking the streets and what they see are all these signs that there's no such thing as God. If you can't find God in America, it's very difficult then to find God in yourself. And God is a part of all of us. If you look at our children, if you look at us as the grown-ups with the inner child who still suffers or thinks they do. Many of us have lost God, too. And uh, we, without that, we lose hope. And without hope, we lose our power. Our power to change the world around us, to make it a better place to live, to make it the best place for our children. We can do that because we have a good partner. We, we don't have to partner with the world. We don't have to partner with our enemies. We don't have to bow down to anyone or make deals behind closed doors. What we have to do is take a knee and say, help me through this. Be my partner and help me. And um, when we do that, God answers. We don't always understand the answer because we're too busy thinking about what we're going to say next 
And sometimes when he starts to answer and we feel a little better or we feel a little stronger, we decide we can then take control, that we're in charge, that we'll handle it. And um, it, it doesn't work, does it? It's a lot easier when you say, you know what, you know how to do this. You take care of it. <laughs> Give it up to God. Give it up to the angels. You know how many kids don't even know about angels? They don't believe in angels. We, I live in Daphne, Alabama, which is the sister city of Fairhope, Alabama. Fairhope is a great name, isn't it? Um, and Fairhope is known for its angels in the sky because we're on the bay and on the Gulf of Mexico. The way that the cloud formations form are oftentimes in the, the shapes of angels or shapes that we would believe are angelic. And... Um, Sometimes, as a matter of fact, we have gone down to the bay, to Fairhope Beach. Well, let me tell you about a specific time, actually. It was just near sunset. And um, you can, you can, it's a, just a beautiful place to be. I, I wrote part of a book there. I go down there and feed the ducks at the pond, and the pond is just across the, the road from the, a very skinny road from the beach that overlooks the bay, and then Mobile's on the other side of the bay. We're on the eastern shore. Um, so I go down there with a few friends, and we can hardly get in. It's just packed full of cars and people, and and uh, all over the place, on the pier that's, that's a little bit beyond the beach. And as we're finally finding a place to be, a police car came around the corner of this little skinny road, and I stopped the officer, and I said, what, is there something going on we don't know about? You know, there's so many people here. Is there a concert, or is there something happening that we're not aware of? And he just looked at me, and he said, well, no, ma'am. It's just lovely. That's all. And that's what people were there for, to look at the angelic cloud formations in the sky. And and we we joined them. And it was like three angels, big ones. And other clouds moved around them, but they never moved. They stayed there throughout the sunset. They turned colors with the sun, and then they disappeared into the night. And I thought then, as I think now, how wonderful it would have been if my kids were still little and I could show them this and teach them again how the angels are all around us and that God is up there somewhere. Now you have all the naysayers who are anti-God saying things like, you know, you believe in some man in the sky. He's not a man in the sky. This is a super energy that we could never fathom in our little humanness because we're two-dimensional in nature. We don't understand the multi-dimensional forces around us and um, we don't understand that this isn't some man sitting up in a chair in, 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 in the clouds someplace, as these um, many of these leftists want to believe, that we believe in. They don't understand um, uh, the essential and magnificent and unbelievable spiritual energy of God. And isn't that sad? How do we teach them? How do we reteach them? God is love. I mean, that's what, if they understand love, they'd know God. So what does that tell us? Many of them don't know what love is. 
You remember Forrest Gump? He wanted to marry Jenny. And um, she told him many times that he didn't know what love was. Well, if you see that movie again, watch what this very simple person does. He unconditionally loves everyone around him. Everyone, from Bubba to his lieutenant, to Jenny. And then Jenny's child, which is also his. It's unconditional love. He has God within him. He knows what love is. He knows more than what we, or many of us, know about love. <laughs> because his love is unconditional. He doesn't complicate it with um, politics or uh, intellectualism or something he learned on some channel someplace. He, he just knows it in his heart that he loves Jenny. And you don't need to know anything else. You don't need to think about it. You feel it. And that's what you feel when you know God. And we need to teach our children that. To just let them feel God around them. And that means to feel love around them. I heard somebody this morning on a news channel um, talking about how she has to filter everything from her children because it's, it's just so crass and awful and ugly out there. And... Um, <clears throat> I thought about my littlest one, Julia, when she was very little, and how we would always talk about God in everything, whether it was the color of flowers and how many there were, or why birds are the way they are, um, cloud walking when we could, uh, the nature of things around us, Mother Earth, okay, um, Anything we could to talk about God. When when she felt bad or, or was upset about something and we'd talk about, well, you know, tell God about it and God will take care of it. And, of course, when, when children are very, very little, you're God to them. Well, that's okay because you're filtering, you're taking that love that you know and showing it to them which gives them the understanding and the feeling of what love is. And that helps put God in their hearts. And that's what Christmas is about, putting God back in all of our hearts and making sure that it's in the hearts of our children. Now, we don't have to get super religious about that. We don't have to, you know, um, go super right-wing, whatever, <laughs> extremist. Christmas is Christmas. And it's for children. And the reason it's for children is because they go to God in the easiest way. They never complicate anything. They just know that they're immortal, indestructible. And they come to us when they're first born, full of unconditional love. So they're full of God. You remember the story about the little, the two little kids, the, the little boy who just had the new baby sister come into the house and and he keeps sneaking in and whispering to her and finally the mother hears what he's saying and he says, remind me what it's like. I've been gone too long. And what he's saying is, you know, she just came from there. She just came from heaven. And he's starting to forget because he's a human and he needs to remember what it's like to be with God. So he's going to learn it from his little baby sister. And that's what this Christmas especially has to be about. 
to start reteaching the children what God is. And if you don't know any other way, just show them love. Every time they ask for something, don't give it to them. Give them a hug. Give them a story. Give them a Christmas song. Sing to them at night. I sang the first Noel to Julia for two full years every single night. <laughs> and um, she, she didn't really know what it was after a while, but she couldn't go to sleep without it. So sing them a song. Let them sing Christmas carols with you. Go out and hand out Christmas trees to those who don't have any. Say Merry Christmas to everyone you meet, even if you are angry at them. Like many of us are at some of the workers and employees around us lately because of their attitudes. Say Merry Christmas and mean it. Come from your heart to help their hearts. Put God back into their lives. As we go on throughout the, uh, the next 21 days, <clears throat> I'll be talking about what it means to be a soldier, what it means to be a parent, what it means not to be a Christian and to celebrate Christmas, what it means to be an American during the Christmas holiday. So please let your friends know that the Christmas podcasts are back for this, this month and um, that you'll be sharing with them that you'll be forwarding them and they should share them with others go to earthwalk-usa.com you can listen to them there you can find me on Facebook um, but share them because we need to get Christmas and God back where it belongs once again this is Raina G thanks for listening and early Merry Christmas